So, a very short message today, just to settle down a bit in our hearts, in our minds, and to see and to understand what the true joy really is. I mean, there is this verse in Isaiah chapter 12, verse 6, Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Adelston. Well, it was Zion, but people of Adelston today. For great is the Holy One among you. Isn't that an amazing calling for us all? Shout for joy, because we have an amazing Savior, a Holy One among us. I have three points for us to reflect this morning. And the first one is around where can we find the true joy? Where can we find that true joy that we were talking about? Can we find true joy in this world? What this world has to offer us? Unfortunately, we see that in itself, the material things around us and everything that world has, the world has to offer, it's impossible for one to have that true joy. And looking at today's world, as we prayed earlier, it seems like a broken world. And outside God, we are so far away from achieving that true joy that Jesus came to bring us. In fact, since the humanity fell into disobedience of God, we can see around us the consequences of that. The sin, the destruction, the war and deprivation that entered our world. And one would think that through the technological advancement, we could finally have a bit more joy. We can be more happier. But what we see around us is the opposite. We see war, destruction, deception, and crisis of all sorts. I mean, there are children here, but you may have heard what happened in the Czech Republic, unfortunately, just now around the Christmas season. You know, as Christians, sometimes too often... We are listening to what the world has to offer, thinking that our joy is dependent on that. The most desired Christmas present, to have fame, to be cool in school, to have more likes on our social accounts and so on, have success, achieve this, have that. We think that if we have all of this, we will be more joyful. But someone in the Bible who had it all, Solomon in Ecclesiastes, Chapter 6, verse 9, it says, It is useless. It is like chasing the wind. It is better to be satisfied with what you have than to be always wanting something else. Isn't that the state of our uh, society, if we think of it? And throughout the Bible, we find that God teaches us that the true joy can only be found in Him. Jesus, the Bible says that he came so that we may have life and to have it to the full. In John chapter 15, verse 11 on the screen, he says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I pray that we will all understand that God's work in our life is the most important thing that can happen in this world for us. His work, His coming, His salvation for us is the most important thing for us. And nothing in this world, no wealth, no achievements, have the power to give us that full, complete joy that we can have in our Lord Jesus. 
and we are unhappy with various things in our lives. And sometimes, how many times we found ourselves saying, if I can achieve this, if I can have that, then I'll be a bit more happier. But when we have those things, you know, other temptations, other things, other things that we desire come along, and we get bored of what we have. And as Julie read already in Jeremiah 8.10, our joy, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So our joy is in the Lord. This world is offering only temporary happiness and temporary joy. So do you have this joy this Christmas that comes from the Lord? The true joy is the gift of Christ for us, the greatest gift that God gave us. So let's reflect on this amazing joy that it doesn't compare with anything in this world. And the second point is, how can we have this true joy? First of all, understanding that we need a Savior, recognizing our need for a Savior. When the angels visited the shepherds in the field, they said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. Why? It will be great joy for all the people. Because today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. A Savior has been born to you. Personally, individually. Our Lord Jesus is my Savior. And at the heart of Christmas is this great news, amazing news, that Jesus Christ was born not like uh, an ordinary child, but as a Savior to bring us salvation in this world. And we can't have Christmas without Christ. Even the word Christ is in Christmas, uh, as someone said. Understanding that without God, we are lost in a world of uncertainties. And the world tells us that we may be someone else, that we may be better if we have this, if we um, put this app in our phone, if we achieve this or that. The greatest challenge, as we heard before, for our generation is an identity crisis. The world is saying, find yourself in you. Look in yourself and find who you are. But the scripture tells us, find your identity in God Find the purpose that God has for you in this life. Jesus told us those amazing parables, as you remember, of the lost sheep and the lost coin. When the, shepherds find the lost, when the shepherd finds the lost sheep, he goes at home and brings his friends and neighbors and says, Rejoice with me because I found the lost sheep. And this is an echo from the prophecy in Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 11 to 12. Here is, we find God's promises for so many years. It says, For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep, and I look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. That's an amazing scripture. He will find us when we're scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. So if, we find, if you find yourself during this season in a place of clouds and darkness, 
Remember that Jesus came to rescue you from those places. So let him carry you on his shoulders back to safety, back home in his presence where the true joy is. So how do we find this true joy when we realize the need of a savior? And secondly, the true joy is found when we surrender to God's plans for us. Looking at Mary and Joseph in the Christmas story, they surrendered everything to God. They had plans to get married. They had the future planned ahead of them. But when God intervened in their lives, they surrender. So to ask ourselves this Christmas, how much are we allowing God to intervene in our plans? How much are we allowing God to change our plans for his purposes? Because when we surrender, that's when the true joy comes in our lives. When Mary was pregnant with Jesus, she sings, as we see that verse, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. She knew the baby Jesus was her Savior as well. Trusting God's plan for them, Mary and Joseph, you know, that was a life-changing decision for them. A life-changing decision for them and a life-changing decision for the entire world. They found joy by finding the divine purpose in their lives and by surrendering to God. Are we surrendering to God this Christmas? Surrender all to find our purpose to find our Lord Jesus Christ, to find the true joy. And this will change our lives forever, and it will change the lives of people around us forever. Same for Mary and Joseph. And the last point this morning, if we found the true joy in our Lord Jesus Christ, if we have him as the greatest present in our lives, what's next? What shall we do? Be a witness of this amazing joy this Christmas and this season. Be a witness of this amazing joy that we have. You know, fueled by the Holy Spirit, today God can use us to spread this joy throughout the world, throughout the people around us. And Mother Teresa used to say, joy is a net of love by which you can catch souls. A joyful heart is the inevitable result of a heart burning with love. Joy is a net we can catch people through the love that Jesus Christ has put in our lives. And Julie again read this verse. Isn't it amazing how the Holy Spirit just guided this morning? Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 5. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. We see the encouragement there, the calling we have. Let your gentleness, let your joy be evident to all. Be a witness this Christmas. Because Lord has found you and you found him. So share this joy with others. And Paul also encourages us. In Colossians saying, giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. 
not just Christmas lights, which are wonderful, but we are called to be part of the kingdom of light. You know, some neighbors sometimes enter into a competition whose house is brighter this Christmas. But I can tell you that the kingdom of God will always win in terms of brightness. It's the kingdom of light that can bring us joy. So as recipients of the greatest gift, as recipients of this amazing joy, incomparable, amazing value from heaven in our lives, let's share the joy of Christ with others this Christmas by being close to the ones who need us, by praying for the ones in need and bring them joy, the joy that we have in him. So as a conclusion for this morning, we found out where the true joy lies, and we're not going to find it in the things of this world. Yes, God wants us to have a full life. He wants us to have a life full of achievements as well. But the first priority, as he says, is the kingdom of light in our lives. And I'll end up with this encouragement from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So God help us this Christmas to overflow with joy, so that joy, the people around us could see and ask themselves, what's going on with this person? What's happening in his life? Despite the challenges, despite the difficulties, there is a different joy in his life. And that is, my friends, the eternal joy of having Christ. The eternal joy knowing that he is our Lord and Savior. And knowing that no matter what, one day we will be with him. We will be in his presence forever and ever. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for your amazing promises. And thank you for this week where we remembered those candles of hope of joy, of love, and of peace. Help us, God, to have all those elements in our lives, to have peace, to have love, to have your forgiveness, Lord, and to have your joy, so that you will help us to be your witnesses this season. People looking at us and see that joy that transcends all understanding, and in that way we can be your ambassadors, and we can bring that joy in other people's lives. We want to thank you for your blessings. We want to thank you for your care for us, for your love, for your dare to lift us up when we found ourselves, as we heard, in the cloud places and in darkness. You are there to lift us up again on your shoulders and bring us home in the Father's, in the presence of our Lord. We just want to thank you and help us all to have a blessed Christmas, understanding that you are the best present we will ever get, the present of Christ, the present of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.